minutes here uh, to spend in teaching with you. We're going to pick up the Bible, and we're going to look at an account, not of the first Easter morning, um, but of the first Easter evening. Uh, this was recorded by one of Jesus' followers named John, uh, who again testified to this is what he experienced uh, on that first Easter Okay, and so we're going to look at just a couple verses this morning. If you need a Bible, we'd love for all of our guests to have a Bible. You can put up your hand. One of our ushers will give you one. You can take that with you so you can read this on your own and, and see if it makes sense to you um, or if God wants you to believe in, in something that we're talking about here. You can also open up your uh, Bible app and find the scripture there. John chapter 20, we'll begin in verse 19. Just a couple verses we'll read. There's this, on the evening... Of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus, we celebrate that you are alive today. You're alive and with us every day, but there's something special about this Easter of really remembering uh, the resurrection. God, I'm glad that you have called us together to be in this room. We've all walked into this room from different places, uh, different struggles, different challenges, different backgrounds, but we're here in this room and we pray that just like you showed up in that first room with those disciples, uh, that you would come as well and that you would do a work in us here. Jesus, come, lead your people forward. In your name we pray, amen. It's a couple simple verses. We're going to see what we can learn from them. Verse 19, it says, On the evening of that day. What day was it? It was the first Easter. It was the Resurrection Sunday. And if we were to look back at the beginning of John chapter 20, verse 1, it says that uh, in the morning of that day, that some of the women went to the tomb to grieve and to mourn as they typically did. And they found that the, the tomb was empty. They had seen Jesus crucified. They had seen him laid in that tomb. They knew that that was the tomb. But when they showed up there on the morning of that day, it was empty. And a couple of the disciples ran there too. And they too found the tomb empty. And what, whatever had happened, it happened in the morning. And now it was evening. And the evening after all those hours had passed, we find the disciples. These were the closest followers of Jesus. They had followed him for the last couple of years, listening to his teaching, following him, believing in him, trusting in him. And it says now that on the evening of that day, they were behind locked doors because of fear, fear of the Jews. You see, the Jews were those who had uh, come and they had arrested Jesus. They had beaten Jesus. They had mocked Jesus, they had nails driven through his hands and they had hung him on a cross and they asked the Romans to do this work because they were very good at crucifying and making sure people were dead and the disciples, although they had fled in fear already, some of them had seen that Jesus was very dead, had been laid in a tomb and so they ran because of fear. They ran into a room, they locked the door behind them and so on that evening of that first Easter, we find that they've spent the whole Easter day locked in this room because of fear, because of anxiety, because of worry, maybe depressed, wondering what was to come of their life now. See, they had left everything to follow this Jesus, trusting in him. And now on that first Easter, 
they find themselves alone and fearful. This is how the followers of Jesus spent their first Easter. You see, these followers, they had, they had kind of missed the memo. You know, that morning, hours before, Jesus had already risen, the tomb was empty, but now they're hours later, they're still sitting there in fear. You know, we live in a culture today and in a world where we love to get the breaking news, right? How many of us have on our phones that, that instant news feed so that once something happens, we know of it and we can adjust our life. Some of us, okay, March Madness has been going on. We have the live updates. We need to know the score, when it is happening, Okay, we know this for those of us who are in science and research. Uh, we also know that, that online open access to the latest research so that we can know what's going on. I can know where you are going and what you are doing and what you are preparing for dinner if I just check my social media feed. We love not only knowing the latest news, but knowing it now. But you see, the disciples, they had missed the now, they had missed the breaking news, they had missed the good news that Jesus, who had been dead, who had been really dead, who had been laid in the tomb, was now not there. He was not in the tomb because he was alive. He was risen. And because they had missed this news, Jesus himself shows up behind a locked door, right? People cannot do that. He shows up in their midst and he speaks a word of peace to them. And he changes the way that they're viewing things. And he is changing their lives. Jesus shows up, and showing up behind a locked door wasn't all that big of a deal because, you see, he had already defeated the grave. There's somebody that can come out of the grave. Now, there's no, no barriers can hold him. And he comes right in their midst, and he changes not only their evening, but he changes their lives. Now, the reality for many of us today, it is a reality that Jesus is alive, that he is risen. And maybe some of us have missed out on that news, on that good news. Or maybe we've heard inklings of it. Maybe we've heard some other report, but the reality as we come into this room, we are locked in a room of fear, locked in a room of despair, locked wondering where we are to go. And I tell you, Jesus wants to show up in this room right now. He wants to tell you where it is that we're going. He wants to tell you that you don't have to fear. You don't have to despair. That however you walked into this room, we believe that Jesus is here. And that he can change not only this morning, but he can change your life. And this is the news that I'm here to share with you. That Jesus is alive. That he is risen. That he is risen indeed. That the tomb is empty. He is alive. He is enthroned as the king of kings. He has defeated the grave. And therefore, that gives you and I a whole lot of hope as we live out this life here on earth. I want to just spend the rest of our time here looking at some of the differences that the resurrection makes in the lives of people. And so number one, I'll begin with this. Jesus moves us from fear into faith. Notice that those disciples, they were huddled in fear for a very good reason. They had seen what has happened and they were fearful of what was to happen to them. But Jesus shows up and when they meet the risen Jesus, they are moved from fear into faith. Now you and I, we have very real fears in this world today. We have fears just like this past week that we could be 
in our own comfortable place, going about our business, and terror could strike anywhere at any time. We listen to the news. We get those news feeds. We wonder who in the world is going to lead our country. What's the outlook moving forward? And so we fear. And many of us who are parents, we send our kids to school each day wondering what are they getting taught? How are they getting led? Will they come home? And we worry and we are stuck in fear. These are the very real fears that we face. We have fears of failure. We have fears of rejection. And some of us, we show up into a room and it's a waiting room and a a doctor's room and we wonder what the prognosis will be for ourselves or for those that we love and we fear. But you see, when Jesus shows up, the way that he moves us is from fear into faith that we can trust. The reason that we can trust is because if Jesus is risen, then he showed that what he said was true. Because he said before he died and was crucified and rose again that he would do it. And so when he shows up there, he brings a whole reason to have faith and to have trust. And Jesus said a lot of other things as well. He said that I came that you might have life and have it to the full. He says that I go before you to prepare a place for you for all eternity. He says in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world he said that he would send his holy spirit to be our counselor to be our comforter and he promised that surely he would be with us always you see because of the resurrection we can trust in the risen one and all that he said and all that he is leading us to and though we may go through some difficulties we can have hope and we can have faith in the midst of our fears jesus moves us from fear to faith Jesus also moves us from sadness to gladness. Jesus leads us from devastation to elation. He leads us from sorrow into joy. Right? These guys were sitting in the room. They ended up being glad when they saw the Lord, but first they were sad as they had lost a friend. They lost a mentor. They lost their leader. See, these guys, they had abandoned everything. They had gone all in to follow Jesus. Now he he was gone. So they were filled with grief. They were filled with sadness. They were without direction, hopeless, and in despair. But though they came into the room filled with sadness, and they emerged, they emerged in gladness. And you see, we have a lot of sadness in our lives today, don't we? There is a heavy cloud, even that those of us in the church do not escape from, where depression is at levels higher than it's ever been before. Most people, statistics say, work jobs where they feel so unfulfilled. We're filled with discontentment. We always want more and we want different. And so we kind of live in this place of sadness. Some of us, uh, though we're in relationships or married, we're filled with sadness. We've lost friendships. We've lost relationships. And so our life is just one where we are It's very sad. But when we come to know Jesus, he actually changes our view. He changes our perspective because of who he is. And though we'll still face those circumstances, we're able to move from that place of sadness and sorrow to a place of real joy. 
It's because there was a guy named Paul who, who wrote in the Bible and he said, I've learned the secret uh, of being content in any and all circumstances. And the, the secret that he talked about was not changing of circumstances because sometimes our circumstances do not change when we're grieving. But he said the secret of being content is to know Jesus Christ because, because he changes everything. He takes our earthly perspectives and he makes them eternal perspectives. And, and in that, though, though we're alone and feeling lonely, we know that there's a God who loves us who sent his son to die for us, who had him rise again to save us and to lead us into new life. For those of us who are lacking family on this Easter Sunday, that we know we've been welcomed into the family of God, that we are his sons and we are his daughters. He he changes everything in life that where we feel like we are in ruin, no, he gives us hope and he gives us a future that goes on into eternity. And though we still need to deal with some circumstances that bring some sadness, when we look to Jesus, he brings us gladness. And so on this day, just like those first disciples, we can say that we were glad when we saw the Lord. We saw that he was risen. He gives us hope and he gives us a future. That's the difference the resurrection makes. When Jesus shows up into our room of sadness, our room of despair, our room of defeat, Jesus moves us from defeat into victory. See, these guys, they had given everything. They were defeated. They were lost. It was only a matter of time until uh, they were going to be found out as well. And so they just huddled, feeling defeated, feeling lost. What hope was there anymore? But Jesus shows up, and he speaks new purpose into them. After showing up and saying, peace be with you, touch my hands, touch my side, and brought them gladness, Jesus then says to them, peace be with you, as the Father sent me, even so I am sending you. When he said this, he breathed on them and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. See, just when they thought it was over, when they were defeated, when they were done, that is when Jesus shows up and he breathes entire new life. He says, you're not done, you are just getting started. This is the beginning of new life now. You thought that we were doing something before and you thought it was lost, but no, now is when we're really getting started. You're going, you have my spirit in you. So some of us showed up this morning, defeated, on the edge of throwing it all in. Defeated in marriage, saying, I'm done. Defeated in parenting, saying, I'm lost, I don't know what to do. We're defeated with the bills stacking up on us, feeling like there's no hope, there's no way out. We're defeated in our struggles with sin. We're defeated lacking direction. Where are we to go from here? But Jesus shows up and he says, you know, you're not defeated. We're just getting started. We have now won the victory and now you are to live out that victory. You see, he says, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says this, we are afflicted in every way, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not driven to despair. We are persecuted, but we're not forsaken. We're not, we have been struck down, but we are not destroyed. You may feel like you're defeated, but no, Jesus brings us victory. This is the difference of the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15 says this, that when the perishable puts on the imperishable, when the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, death has been swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Thanks be to God who gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He is victorious. He has risen. He has defeated the grave. 
And so for those of us who come and we feel defeated, no, you're not defeated. In Jesus, you are just getting started. You are not defeated, no. You came in here feeling like your marriage was on the ropes. No, Jesus says, because of me, there is hope. Follow me moving forward. You feel like you can't possibly lead your kids. But Jesus says, no, you're not defeated. We're just getting started. You feel like you're struggling with sin is just too much. Maybe God wants to give up on you. But he says, no. No, I began a good work in you. I'm going to carry it on to completion. I've given you my grace. I've given you new life. I've given you my spirit. Let's move forward. And this is where the resurrected Christ brings us. That we are more than conquerors through Him, through Him, through Him who loves us. This is the very real difference that the resurrection makes. But they needed to move beyond just the bit of teaching and right now we're giving a little bit of teaching and maybe you've, you've heard this teaching before. But no, it's more than just a lesson. See, Jesus wants to take his followers from the lesson and into the experience. Jesus had taught them about the resurrection long before. He had told them, hey, they're going to put me to death, they're going to, they're going to beat me, but they're going to, I'm going to rise on the third day. They didn't get it until on that third day when Jesus was standing there in the room and they touched his hands and they touched his side and said, he is alive. And they were changed from fear into faith and from sadness and into gladness and from defeat and into victory. And so Jesus wants to move us from just a lesson that maybe we learned in Sunday school growing up or that we read in a children's Bible or that a friend maybe told you about, hey, you should check this out. He wants to move us from that lesson and into the experience and what we believe that in this room here today, just like that room back then, Jesus is alive and that he can show up here no matter what barriers are on your heart, no matter what barriers are from your past, he comes to lead us forward, to experience him. And when you experience him, your life will indeed be changed. And so this morning, we are moving from this time of lesson into a time of experience and a time of response. I don't know your past. Jesus does. And he can see right into your heart this morning. And he knows and he waits to come into that place where you have not been letting him come into. See, on that first Easter evening, Jesus kind of barged into the locked room. He didn't ask anybody to open the door. He just kind of showed up, said, I'm here. But, but we're told in the Scriptures that, that Jesus, He stands at the door and He knocks. That if anybody would open the door to Him, He promises that He will come in and He will dwell with you. And He will dive into those deep places in your heart. That if you will open up your fears to Him, that He will lead you in a faith and understanding of Him. If you will open up that place of sadness and grief that maybe you've been carrying for years, that, that he wants to transform that place to a place of real joy where you're feeling defeated. If you will just open yourself and say, Jesus, I'm at the end of myself. I'm seeing my need for you. He promises that he will come in. He is our risen Savior. He is Jesus Christ, the Lord. So friends, I'm here to encourage you this morning and to call you this morning 
that where, however you walked into this room, that Jesus wants to do something in your heart. And so in this time of response, there's some of you that need to take a step of faith. For some of you, that may be baptism, to say, you know what, I'm once and for all, I'm going all in, and I'm with Jesus, and I want everybody that's in this place to know it. There may be some of you who have just been guarding yourself and haven't opened up to anybody. You may need to go for some prayer this morning to just tell somebody, even if they're, they're a stranger, somebody who can just bring you before Jesus in prayer. Maybe for the first time, you, you've never really trusted in Jesus, but, but today you say, I need some of that. I, I'm feeling defeated and, and I could use some victory. I'm, I'm fearful all the time. I want to walk in faith. I'm hopeless, I want hope, I'm grieving, I need some joy. Jesus is here to do that for you. So let's bow our heads. Let's just take a moment to consider who Jesus is to you. Is he a teacher? who lived 2,000 years ago, said some things and went the way of the world? Was he a, a, a good prophet that said some, some things that meant something to someone? Or is it a possibility that he was who he said he was? That he is the son of God who was sent to this earth for you to take your sin, to take your shame, and to nail it to that cross along with himself. He lived the life that you could not live, a perfect life. And he died the death so that you don't have to die it. He bore your shame. He bore your guilt. And then he rose from the dead to say that is the life that God has for you in and through Jesus Christ alone. So if you walked into this place burdened, by shame, burdened by sin, struggling with fear, wondering what is to come, you can now know that Jesus, Jesus came for you. Jesus, you are alive. You are a risen Savior. We're here, not just on this Easter Sunday, but every day to declare who you are, to declare the good news even though it happened 2,000 years ago, it's breaking into our hearts today. This is breaking news that is coming in. It says, break through those barriers that have kept us. Open our eyes to see you, that we too might be glad, that we too might have hope, that we too might stand victorious. Jesus, for those of us who know you, I pray you'd encourage us today again, all over again in your resurrection. For those of us who are struggling to live out our faith, I pray that you would lead us, strengthen our faith today, God. For those of you that today are for the first time seeing Jesus clearly, I just pray that during this time you would open your heart to him. He's knocking, he's coming. That feeling that you're feeling is his Holy Spirit opening your heart. He wants you to know him. Jesus, we welcome you in. Come change our lives. Take our old life. Give us new life in you alone, Jesus. We ask and we pray in your name. Amen.